What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories. Yes. She's not wearing flowers. Those are just flowers on her head. That is not clothes. Those are just branches wrapped around a person. That's not clothes. We'll talk about this when we get to Hero of the Week. (laughs) That is just grass on his head. That's not an outfit. It is. It's not an outfit. It, technically, it is. No, an outfit takes something that doesn't look like you got trapped in an avalanche. They're trapped in an avalanche. Buddy. Is this for a good cause or something? We um, have to start the show. We do have to start the show. No, this is uh well, this is just for fun. This is yeah, this What guy, is this? I thought this was for charity. We're we're gonna talk about this for hero of the week, but this guy's covered in fish. That is just he literally <laughs> just has fish stapled to him. That's not an outfit. That's not fashion. I guess it is. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm crazy. Either way, well, we'll get to that story. He looks like hero he got attacked week. by a bunch of birds. <laughs> I don't know. That other woman just got a bird nest on her head. That's not what is that for? It makes her a hero. She's covered in dirt. You're really spoiling hero of the week this week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Welcome to side stories, everyone. I am Ben hanging Jesus out with Henry. Hope Christ. everyone is doing well out there. Uh, what are we going to start with today? We do have do we, huh. we have an update on the on the Wisconsin girl, the Slenderman uh, we stabbing. Do. We do. Welcome to Side Stories again. We did it. They let the woman that didn't the young kill. girl the, the, the they, young girl. Neither of them killed. Of course, this was a Slenderman stabbing uh, that took place in Wisconsin. One of the gals, she is now nineteen years old. She has been released. Anissa Wire. Anissa Wire. She, she has been released, released from a uh, a psychiatric ward in Wisconsin. And now she's on the loose. But you know what? I think seven years or whatever she was in there for. Three and a half years. No. Yes. She what? served three and a half years. That's when it finally only came down. That's when it finally all came down to it. She served a total of three and a half years. But Anissa Wire of the two, it was Anissa Wire and Morgan Geyser. Right. Anissa Wire, she was the one that was sort of the sub to Morgan Geyser's dominant personality. Oh my goodness. That is which when they went in, the Morgan Geyser was the one who planned the whole thing. Uh Anissa She was Wire, the one talking to Slenderman, to be fair. Yes, she was the uh she was the mouthpiece. She was? She was the connect to Slenderman. Anissa got pulled in. I completely agree with her getting released, but I have a sneaking suspicion that if Morgan Geyser gets released, she will kill again. Oh my or attempt to goodness. kill again. Well, that's, that's what I think. That's because before we recorded, you referred to her as Michael Myers. 
vampires. And I don't think that she is as uh, violent or malicious she as didn't get Michael far Myers. Enough. She didn't get far enough. We don't she know. Did. Maybe I'm wrong. We, who knows? I, I'd like to think that I'm wrong. And maybe she'll be the Greta Thornburg of true crime. <laughs> but if that, if she can fix things, that's great. If she comes out and she's normal, that's great. But I am worried about that girl. Well, as long as she gets enough sleep. That's my only concern oh, with a lot me. of these young superstars. Uh. Anissa Weir, as Henry said, now 19 years old. Ooh, do you feel old yet? <coughs> you yes. feel old yet? <coughs> she was originally sentenced to 25 years at the Winnebago Mental Health Institute. <laughs> oh, wow. Which I can't imagine. In <laughs> the Winnebago Mental... Welcome to the Winnebago Mental Health Institute. Uh, here's your here's your spotted cow, and here's your Bloody Mary with a beer backer. That'll be from when, when we go... That's called uh, Wisco Rehab. <laughs> where you could just be like, I just have, you can have a couple of beers. Ah, come on, you're trying to relax. Come on, we're trying not to get drunk here. We're, we're drinking beers. Absolutely. So the walk, the walk, the Waukesha County Judge Michael Bor Boren, uh, he gave state officials 60 days to draw up a release plan for her. So she's going to be out September 10th. Um, so who knows? And the day before our favorite day. Oh my goodness gracious. 9-11, sad day for America. <laughs> the stabbing great. took place in 2014. Peyton, Peyton Lutner was the uh, was the victim there. I wonder what, uh, what she's up the to. The mother is still mad. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the mother is still mad. Uh, she thinks that they should be in jail for forever. But, you know, I do believe that people can change. Yes. I believe that they can be rehabilitated. But the style of murder, I think that Morgan Geyser, in my mind, style, I'm keep, you're right, you're right. It was attempted murder. Morgan Geyser, also in, in my mind, I know a lot of people will disagree with me on this. I still think that she was aping the schizophrenic symptoms that her mother uh, exhibited. Mm. I think that she was purposefully copying yeah. them. I think Morgan Geyser is, you know, I'd like to be proven wrong. I hope that you are, because that was one of the issues that I took with the judgment. Um, the act, the, it was so insane, and I think it proved that they were children. They when are they children. Committed, they were, they uh, were because, children. of course, and they, they really believed in Slender Man because they were probably uh, aroused by that Jack Skeleton-looking cryptid. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he's a girl—he's a 12-year-old girl's dream come true, thin, tall. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a fake cartoon skeleton. Yeah. How could I compete with that? I don't know. I don't eighth, know. Eighth-grade Ben Kissel? I guess all the same fat, time. And then you look at Slender Man, and then like that's when all the girls love Johnny Depp. They like him fat now. They like him fat once you get past thirty. Yes, because then they're adults too. Because you look stable. The bane of my existence. Well, Gail's hey. talking about how they love Slender Man. He's Roger not kind of fat man. Roger Rabbit gave me hope. That's Aww. what when I watched him, and then he was with Lisa Rabbit, and then I jerked off a bunch of Lisa Rabbit, and then for a while, and I don't <gasps> know why I kept doing it. Of course, <laughs> really, I don't think I ever. That was the one. It was that, and um, what's her name from Cool World. Uh, yes, of course. I, I don't know her name, but uh, you know, I never did the cartoon. Okay, interesting. I don't know. I'm did sorry. I guess, I guess I I just dropped that very lightly. But I feel like a lot of people experience this. He I think comes oh, up. definitely, definitely. All right, but let's I can move understand. On. Oh, also, either way, Wisconsin. So Wisconsin, lock your doors. That's what we're gonna say. <laughs> lock your doors. Um, it's gonna be scary out there. Big announcement. Uh, weed is in L.A. The last podcast, yes. Weed is in L.A. Our vape carts are at a place called Embers in Van Nuys. You can go and hassle them and say, hey, where's my last podcast, Weed Vape? Where is it? Where is, the where last, is it? Where is it? I was there yesterday or on Saturday, rather, uh, this past weekend, and uh, it was so cool to see the little vapes up there. And I was like, are people coming in to buy them? And then the lady was like, yes. And then the manager came out and he was like, I'm a huge fan. So they were super sweet. So go to Embers, get our vape. I really think you're going to like it. The reviews are 
I'm good. But like if it was if we were selling people soda, it would be very bad because the va- they're like couldn't get off the couch for three hours. But in the vape world, that's, that's what a, you want. That's a compliment. I want prisoners. Exactly. Um, this, oh, my uh, God. That's actually great. We're oh. making our own little zombies, so then they'd have to listen to our show. But guess what? And they're so stoned, they can't turn it off. We're not trying to make prisoners in jail, because it's the opposite, because we work with the Last Prisoner Project. We're Absolutely. trying to make no prisoners, but we want you to be a prisoner in your home. In your brain. In your brain. <laughs> All <laughs> right. This is fun. I like walking in and out of these horrible situations. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, There's an update that we have to talk about. Oh. There's an update. Okay. Venomous snake alert. <laughs> it's roaming North Carolina suburbs. What, what do you mean roaming? Is it smoking cigarettes hanging out at the 7-Eleven? Uh, someone needs to marry this snake and get it chained up. Someone needs to put a ball and chain on the snake. Oh. Experts say one bite or spit may be fatal. This oh is in Raleigh. God. Why the hell is this snake in Raleigh? What's going on? How did it get there? Did it board a flight? Did it get a COVID test where he said it tested negative? This came from actually a listener letter. This this is where the story was first broken to us, but now apparently it is really spreading. Uh, this is, comes from the letter sent by a listener. So my area went absolutely nuts for a couple of days over a zebra cobra, which is a deadly variety of spitting cobra. So it's, no, it's going around Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, turns you don't want to meet the swallowing cobra. Yeah, oh, you marry that one. Oh. Um, t- turns out there's an absolute moron nearby who owns a ludicrous number of venomous reptiles, which Ugh. seems to always be the source of every loose reptile it's some guy that can lose one it is just we talk about and i'm gonna say wrongly unfairly cat women because if you're a snake man you're truly lonely but i like it's a snake another woman. kind of a snake woman doesn't tend to have a bunch of venomous snakes they have a bunch of like pythons like cool ones yeah. and they always like take cool pictures with like wrapped around their arms and stuff it's like more Brittany, guys by the way of course free britney you know we've had that stance for well over a decade i've been talking about that we are driving to vegas to free britney this weekend <laughs> jesus <laughs> britney we're here for you britney we up Wait <laughs> Are you the woman from Toxic? Are you the Aww. Toxic woman? Um, but we, uh, but snake dudes, it's a lot of times it's when they bring a big, fat, juicy snake and then they put it on everybody at the bar and you're like, this I is not like, good. I don't like it. They're not, they're liars. Snakes are liars because they're not wet and they look wet and I've never trusted one since. But this listener wants to point out that this person that lost a snake is not respected at all in the reptile community. In fact, he's frequently viewed as reckless, irresponsible, and inexperienced. And it's not even his first incident. He was bit by his own green mamba within the last year. And that's also an incredibly deadly snake. Well, the sad thing is, and you know, I like that the that the listener recognizes this. He's just going to get this freaking snake killed. Mm-hmm. They're not going to like try no, to coach it out with a not. bunch of candy and no, cheese. They're going to cut its head off with a shovel. Yeah. So he just basically got this but rare animal rare animal it does not belong here it's obviously not indigenous to the state it's not indigenous to the country zebra cobras originate from africa according to the african snake bite institute the snake is usually <laughs> shy it's a, a whole institute for that i mean honestly it's a bunch of just be like yeah step on me snake oh um the snake is usually shy and it will choose to escape although if it is cornered it will quickly bite or spit much <sighs> like John Rambo. Wow. Its venom can cause tissue damage or even death, according wow. to this institute. But it's nocturnal. It has black vertical stripes. So if you're in Raleigh, look out for the snake. And if you're someone that it's not maybe quick to kill the snake, which you probably should be because if you corner it and try to get it, it's going to bite. It's going to sniff at you. Put it in some kind of tank. And take, it to the, take it to the, the embassy. Take it to the snake embassy. 
Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Uh, according to Mark Pavlik, he lives in the neighborhood. He says it's pretty alarming. It's pretty alarming. Yeah, he goes on to say, it seems like a pretty dangerous snake. And dogs like to sniff in the grass and check things out. It's an extreme worry. Yeah, so that's what dogs do. I know. I know. Well, be very careful out there if you're in Raleigh. Because, again, that snake is on the loose, and it's got nothing to lose. It's got nothing to lose, and it's new in town. Yep. So, check again, not just Wisconsin. Raleigh, lock up your doors. Lock up your wives. <laughs> this snake is out there. And, again, they are, they're much more muscly than you, than you think about. Oh, really we, don't really hear about, uh, we don't really hear too much about coitus with the snake via the lady. Actually, Email side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Have you had a snake lick your pussy? Have you had a snake lick your asshole? Have you been a person that has had sex with someone Can while the snake not? is in the bed? I'd actually like to know because they. we now know that that's sort of an urban myth, the idea that the boa constrictor lies next to you, like people who sleep with the snake in their bed, and that's a sign that the boa constrictor, boa constrictor is planning on eating you. Right. Apparently that's an urban myth. Is that a myth? I don't know. Okay. Apparently it is, though. But this snake is around there. To try to try to get it back home. Let's get this snake. I, I and mean, I don't normally say a this, different but, home, maybe because it doesn't sound like he has a good home there. I think he needs to go back to its home country where it lives with his other snake friends. Wow. Little, I don't mean to little, be isolationist. A little aggressive. I don't mean to be a like little this. aggressive. I, I just want him to be back to, home. This is the Zionist movement, but for snakes. I think it can find a loving family someplace in North Carolina. <laughs> just really cuddle um, up on it. Speaking of snake news, just briefly here in Austria. A dude went to take a piss uh, at 6 o'clock in the morning. Or maybe it was a dump, as a matter of fact. Or maybe it was a sit-down piss. He's an old man. He's 65 years old. At that point, he felt a nip in the genital area. Ooh. And uh, it turns out it was a boa constrictor his neighbor had let loose. Uh, his neighbor is 24, of which course. I feel bad for the 65-year-old. The goal is to only hang out with people within your 20-year periphery. <laughs> so if you're 65 and you have to hang out with a 24-year-old, either that 24-year-old is real successful or you failed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, it wasn't immediate to figure out how the hell, like, police were, like, called, and they were like, where, where did it grab you, sir? And, and then they couldn't figure out what happened. But then he, the, the snake just went through the pipes, and... Um, it was in his own toilet? It was in his own toilet. Oh, yeah, he was definitely sitting. Because I remember we had a problem in our basement toilet oh, growing up in Queens where rats used to come up in it. And that's how my dad found out, that he was downstairs in the bathroom, shitter, taking a dump. Of course. And he felt like a... Like a bump, like uh, a nose bump on the fucking on his balls. He got a rat. Like the, it went like uh, it was uh, in there. And then they had then from from then on perennially, we had to keep a paint paint can <laughs> on the basement toilet because the rats would come up through there. That's the most country story you've ever said. You know how country queens gets. <laughs> I know. Um, police said the neighbor. He's a younger dude again, twenty four. In this apartment complex, he's got eleven non venomous constrictor states uh, snakes and a gecko. That's a lot of snakes in an in an apartment. It just must like welcome to my place and like I gotta go. Can you imagine the odor? I feel like snakes do. They're stinky. They are stinky. Reptiles are stinky. But I think it brings. I, th I think, and then we'll immediately people say my reptile ain't stinky. Was because you wash your reptile. I don't know how you wash it. I know what you do with it. I but I know, know that some people. They, they. I have smelt the reptile smell before. It was in college. You go into a, a snake person's house and yep. just kind of reckless snakes everywhere. It's also but, hot because you got all the heat lamps. In all there. the heat lamps. But you know what it does? It it really creates a specific tunnel for anybody that's gonna love you. you yeah. Know, it creates a specific filter because they would have to come in. They have to like hot snake smell. Sure. They're gonna have to like. And don't forget the gecko. They're, oh, and the gecko's there. He's the pervert. 
I don't know what that gecko does other than live in total fucking hell. Straight up, yeah, it's like just laying in prison right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like sitting there like, well, all it takes for one of these motherfuckers to break out and I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, the guy better keep them fed. But apparently they are nibbling on the on the neighbor's balls. Okay. That's probably the good. most action is fucking the bottom of his balls have gotten in a while. 65 years old, taking a shit at 6 a.m. And all of a sudden Ooh. a snake nips on your balls. You survived you... three world wars. Something like that. Just to take a shit and get bitten on the dick by a snake. Wow. That's all how right. it goes. Know, know um, who your neighbors are or don't. I don't know. Some people don't want an animal to bite their dick and balls, right? And they actually are really upset when it happens. I but then, most, of course, yeah. your on side stories. One thing that we just absolutely we just love to cover and you guys also you i guess you guys love to hear it from us because we get know. this sent and it's just another story where again some people absolutely just they absolutely love when an animal dick when an animal sucks or bites their penis or or they do something with their penis to it this is a story about a durango man oh durango this comes from durango news um where is durango is that new mexico I actually have no idea whatsoever. No, but this guy's making New Mexico sound more like old Mexico. Durango Whoa. man faces cruelty charge for alleged sexual acts with a horse. <laughs> Suspect being held on $5,000 bail at La Plata County Jail. Oh, La Plata. The, I know. The guy kind of looks like... I've a, eaten at a Durango's. Oh, well, if Durango's sounds fantastic. Kind of looks like if Jared Leto let himself even... Like, if Jared Leto wasn't uh, at all successful. This is him in character. Yeah. Um, the Durango Police Department arrested Jonah Barrett-Lesco, 26 years young. Oh. He was on Monday for an alleged sexual act with a horse. Uh, they responded to a fairgrounds at about 10 p.m. Oh my June God. 17th. Oh, my God. A night call, too. After receiving a report of a man having sexual intercourse with a horse. Jesus. Which just obviously is a neighbor. Because how many times you got to deal with it? You're just driving around and you just see some guy in deep in a field. I was like, is that some kind of fucking centaur? And then you see that it's just one guy going, whoa, 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 whoa. Fucking a horse in the oh field. Oh, my God. This dude is so uh, crazy. While Lesko was in custody, police detectives recovered text messages where Lesko admitted his sexual interaction with the horse and during subsequent interviews Lesko admitted to the facts admitted to the acts now do you think it's one of those texts where someone goes like you up and he says busy and then it's eggplant horse emoji oh. <laughs> like what do you do how do you just say Nay, yeah buddy my friend too bad i'm fucking this horse i'd love to come see fast and furious nine but i just got a nut yeah in this well, animal verse oh my goodness i thought you were saying the horse would like to see fast and furious nine which i think is kind of cool because if you think about the horse they were the first car i think they would be jealous and see how quickly they were absolutely totally decimated and replaced by the stallion vehicle we still uh we still uh describe how fast a car goes by horsepower i find that to be antiquated and dumb i think it should be tire volume Okay. Well, please found. So I'm sorry. I came hard for you. You are coming hard all over the place today. Wow. Get a mop and bucket. Uh, police found numerous burglary tours, uh, numerous burglary tools, including a grinder and some bolt cutters. And evidently, when Lesko saw the lights, he freaked out so much he really? left his Osprey backpack and his bike. Oh, I have scene. an Osprey backpack. Really? Oh, what a good plug for Osprey. Osprey backpacks. Do you want to fuck a horse? This will carry all your gear while you're balls deep in a mare. That's awesome. I guess he didn't do a very good job of hiding because at least no. four people contacted the police. Wow. Which means the cops in Durango, their uh, their message board was lighting up. Do you think it's just because I he might have just been making noise? 
Like you're just in a field and he's laying into the, the horse, horse was going, probably making noise. I don't know. I think a lot of times horse stands silent because they're used to carrying the secrets of men. Oh, and I think that God. when this man's going at this horse, you think it's just him going, oh, oh, yay. Like, is I, he just how do you build such a crowd? Well, Jonah said the horse had given him indicate. Oh, my oh, God. This is always okay. this. So it's this always this. They always say this. They say the horse oh. had given indications to him, based on its behavior, that it was interested in participating in sexual activity. What do you think when Spread Eagle did the fingers going blah, 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 blah. Like, what do you think a horse does to indicate it wants to fuck? Like the landlord from Kingpin? Yes. As, uh, as he vomits in the toilet. But Jonah did not vomit in the toilet. Jonah apparently took the horse up. He said, uh, Jonah said he had never engaged in sexual behavior with animals prior to this incident. Why did he die? Well, how did he know then the signs that the horse was ready to fuck? I think he probably fucked every animal he's ever had. Um, he says it was because he had, uh, he, he was on drugs. Oh, and, and a breakup. And he, yeah, and then he had some personal issues. Relationship, with relationship issues. Yeah, it was a breakup. This I, is going to get her back. <laughs> hey, honey, I'm in jail. What uh, for, babe? Fuck yeah. All right. You want to see my new girlfriend? <laughs> this off 2,000 pound horse. It'll oh, make you man. feel better as an ex, though. It will, because you're not a horse. So no matter what you did, he was not going to love you. No. Because you are a human being. You're a human being. But the nice thing with horses, if you put peanut butter in the mouth, that's how you make them look like they're talking. That's what they did with Mr. Ed. I think that also when it, I think they also discovered that peanut butter is bad for horses. Did they? Everything that they used to do prior to 1985 <laughs> to animals and shit, it's all criminal. Like you just found out that they all were being poisoned for years. That's sad. Like Lassie, I'm pretty certain they like. Oh, there was probably 30 Lassies. Oh, yeah. They, uh, Lassie yeah. would get hit by a car. They'd have a new Lassie on set. Like, you know, how many times well, that's these what they last do with child actors? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, they're expendable because mm -hmm. you just find another little blonde one. A lot of times that's why they hire twins because a lot of times they start as triplets. That is and That is not a, true. just conspiracy theory. No, that is 1000% true because they work them and work them and work them. Um, and then they turn into little Corey Feldmans. Yeah, just so they can make their parents money. Uh, oh. Wow. Honestly, that's the way you said that, though. When you said that, that makes sense. I do like the idea, but also you should have children because you want to take care of them. Baby should be taking care of the parents. That's a story. Yeah, well, you have kids because you fucking want to take care of them. He used back then, he used to make kids as a yeah. workforce. You wait and see when all of our friends pop these babies out of them. Which ones are stars and which ones aren't? <laughs> That's gonna, and they're gonna find that out when they're by the time they're six, which <laughs> oh, is God. very sad I how fast that works. Right from your grave. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs. To stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what's new. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. And I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay? Because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt 
And not only are you going to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale entire series, clothes and non-clothes, what we also are going to offer, and I mean this, we're trying to get into draft rides. I brought this up the other day. We got to start riding other animals but horses. Take pictures of the horses. Photoshop the horses into other celebrities, but stop riding them. Save a horse. Ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, and how best to take care of your plants. I love fast growing trees because I just moved here to Los Angeles. I got a yard now and I'm doing all the landscaping myself. I love working in my garden. I love planting stuff. I love growing stuff. And the cool thing about fast growing trees that I really like is that they tell you exactly what type of growing zone you're in. I'm in growing zone 10 and they can tell you exactly what type of trees or plants, or whatever you can put out in front of your house. Uh, I'm looking at the Norfolk Island pine tree. I'm looking at putting a little bit of red sister cordyline up in front of my fence. I think that the red will really pop nice. And maybe for the backyard, I got an extra planter that I might put a pl- Satsuma plum tree in. And these prices are reasonable. They're reasonable if you've ever been to a nursery. But right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Dun, 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 dun. It's sports. Prize picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor, oh, it's eaten up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah! Toss that rock! Come on, guys! Yeah, pass it around. Get on the excitement with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops or earring hoops, you're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Price Picks with little as four correct picks. Conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Basket. Price Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine Bobby Bonilla played basketball? Woo-wee, dog! Then it would be more like baseball. 
And Bobby Bonilla would still be crushing it in the contract game. Woo! The deadliest game of all. Download the app today and use code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Oh, here we go. This is, comes from Gizmodo. Here's another fun story. Uh, this is wild. We love to cover this. This We love to cover We this. love to cover this yeah. type of shit. You know how much we love it. Uh, we're in the middle of sort of like you could say a medical series on last podcast and left. We've been covering Black Death. Black Death, Talking yeah. a lot about science. Now, this is some hard-hitting science news. A man's uh, penis broke vertically during oh sex. Oh, God. Okay, what the hell does that even mean? How is it even possible? I don't know. A man in the UK appears to be a medical first. Wow. Though probably not in the way he would have wanted. This, again, comes from Gizmodo. His doctor says he's the first known person to have his penis broken vertically. Despite the odd uh, injury, though, the man is fully recovered. Now, a broken penis... Penile fractures, more penile fractures, more accurately described as a tear starting from the tunica albuginea, the protective layer surrounding the erectile <laughs> tissue that pump bloods to the penis. Now, the reason why it feels like a broken bone is that most injuries happen during sex, oh. and you broke your fucking penis, and well, that's why it feels like a fucking broken bone because you did horrible damage to your penis. Absolutely. So what happened here was, and this is a message and for it, everybody. And it out comes there. with a popping noise too. I remember oh, our buddy God. talking about it, like it pops. I'm right? sure it does. So he was having sex with this gal, and they were really getting it on. She was on top. She Which was is on top. Most times that when penises are broken, it's because someone's on top, and she, they don't because you know when it slips out sometimes. Yeah, and then you go whoa, 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 whoa. Calm, take a breath. So the dude, Re-insert. he's forty years old. I'm about to be forty. This could happen whoa, to any of us at any time. To any one of us. And she's on top of him, and then his. This is a quote. He says the penis quote buckled against his partner's perineum. That's a taint stopper. That, that is the taint. So he's ooh, 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 and then boom. You hit that perineum, a.k.a. the taint. You know, it's just there's there's two other holes that could happen there. And he really oh. he, he crash landed. Ooh, and then ooh, his, his penis broke vertically, which I still don't fully understand. I don't, I'm not quite certain. I think when he means vertically, that normally when it pops, it's it's like this, right? Like it's towards you. <sighs> maybe it's towards you or maybe it's to the side. Maybe it's more of to the side, uh, broken to the side. And maybe this time it was, pro- it was broken up. He said he didn't show many of the symptoms of a classic penile fracture. Hmm. Penile fracture. He hadn't heard a loud popping. Um, <laughs> popping. He didn't develop a rolling sign, which is when the skin of the penis can be rolled over a large <laughs> bruise that forms on it. Oh my God. Ow. His penis was only moderately swollen. Oh, and he actually didn't immediately didn't immediately lose his erection. Actually, that's not, I think the worst part of having a broken penis because you get close sometimes where you do like one little bump right, and you go like, oh, whoa, you pose, you're like, what the fuck? But you don't lose the you don't fully lose the erection because well, that's called must, God's tr- like whatever God's trap. We don't know, and this is not uh, an insult in any way, but we don't know the size of the gal. She of may, course. she may have been coming in real hard, maybe Yokozuna style, slamming on that dick, slamming on that dick. Oh yeah, oh, sounds yeah. fantastic. But one slam, and next thing you know, boom, the head hits the taint, and that's all she wrote. But these doctors are really trying to say, hey, listen, people are embarrassed often. They talk about they break these penises, right? People are embarrassed when they break their penises. It's not They're the saying, most embarrassing thing. It can I happen to anyone. I honestly think penis. it's not remotely embarrassing. You are having sex. You are living a, a full, wonderful life. You sometimes injuries happen. You know sure. what I mean? I injure myself the more I injure myself the more I work out. Yeah, right. Because I'm in the mix. You're in the You're mix. You're changing shit. It's like it's not like he if the guy fucking a horse broke his penis he should be embarrassed because then you have to figure out like why are you covered in hay if you're not one of the heroes of the week we're about to cover 
Oh, anyway, unfortunately, the doctors didn't take any pictures, which uh, I'm actually, you know, if I'm the guy, I would just be like, are you going to post that? Can you tag me in that? Uh, I think that's actually kind of nice, although they could have taken some pictures just for learning. Because, again, I don't fully know what it means to break your penis vertically. I'm not quite certain. And they said that one of the biggest problems, one of the biggest symptoms and risk factors for broken broken penis is having sex doggy style. And I tell you what, if, if doggy style is wrong, I don't want to be right. All right. That's nice. Isn't that fun? That is very fun. So be extremely careful there when it comes to having sex. Make sure you know where you're landing that donger. Just be present. Sit, think about for your second. You know, be there. Be with your partner. That's what it is. I think we're rushing. That's what it is. Could be. It's because we're obsessed with getting to the A from A to B, well, A to C, right? We miss B if we just go straight to A to C. Well, let's do this next story. This is about A to D. Asshole to dip. <laughs> uh, his name is uh, Robert Golwitzer. He's 42 years old. He got some chicken nuggets at McDonald's and they didn't have his dipping sauce. So the man, just completely rational, mm-hmm. um, he decided to call the McDonald's and make a bomb threat, mm. not realizing anything about human history or where we've come as a country over the past 20 years after 9-11, how the laws have, you know, really not loosened up. They've when it comes solidified. To kind of, they've maybe solidified it. So he made a threat and called to the restaurant. That's not good. And uh, he called from just his phone. And I guess he doesn't understand that, like, you know, there's there's a whole Hi, bunch of my, ways. My name's um, Rigard. R- R- Triggered M- Miltrelson, <laughs> and I just wanted to say that uh, there's a fucking bomb on your back, you ooh, fucking ooh, bitch. Ooh. Fucking Rick and Morty rules. Whoa, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. This yeah. is, honestly, this is the problem: is that the Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce like flip out that happened a couple of years ago. I, I, I didn't, I barely even looked into it because I thought it was so fucking stupid. Yeah. But when people all got mad about that there was no Szechuan sauce. I think it's something something to do with Rick and Morty. I'm not quite certain of the the base of it, but people started freaking out and Mc- started Dude, getting McDonald's into fights. have Szechuan sauce? It was this limited edition sauce. It's all shit. It's all garbage. <laughs> you, it, but people went and they flipped out. They wanted the sauce, and then people were punching cashiers in the face. Jesus. They were fucking attacking managers. They were flipping tables and shit. It's sauce. Make your own sauce. It's Buy can... sauce from the store. This is a, this is a fucking pro tip. From a sauce dude, from a sauce man, a condiment lord, go and make sure that if you want a specific condiment, this is a tip. You buy it at the store and keep it in your house. You're never going to get the the right amount of ketchup or barbecue sauce. You have to have your own stuff. You keep it in the house and then you can slather it with whatever you want. And then also you don't have to have all the judgment from everyone. If you eat something particularly strange, like a little bit, like I like to do maybe a little bit of a mix of barbecue and mayonnaise every once in a while. that's fine. That's fine. My dad did the mayonnaise. He's German. I like mayonnaise. Mayonnaise I think mayonnaise is also much aligned in this country. Sure. Misaligned. I'm with you. So the cops questioned Goltwitzer. And he admitted he called the victims and made threats. And then he was arrested. Yeah, it was me. I am, in fact, Richard Michelator. Yeah. I was the guy. Yeah, you got me. So you, Tell me you got that sauce, though. What a nightmare for this guy, because his day would have just been so much better if he could have just let let it go. Well, And I, uh, who really gives a shit? I'm going to go on a limb here and say it wasn't about the sauce. It's like that uh, Everybody Loves Raymond episode. It's not about the suitcase. Mm-hmm. It's about the power structure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, also, uh, update: Lori Vallow was also finally indicted for the murder of her ex-husband, Charles Vallow, as well. She that's also that's come down. Okay, that's come down the pipe, uh, which is good news. I still wonder because they're still saying Lori Vallow might not be fit for trial. So we'll find. What out. What do you mean? Because they're saying she's too crazy. I just really. She just she is a cunning, devious person. Yeah. So she also. 
while she might be a true believer, uh, Natalie and I are both torn about whether or not Lori Vallow is a true believer or not. I believe that every cult leader always has a little back door in the very back of their head where they have they, they do believe up to a point but at any point they're willing to bail if they could they would just bail on everybody and they would just because his number one is the only thing that matters right yeah. but i think that Lori vallow also saw that there was smart that there was a good tactic and sticking to her i'm a godhead story because the more and more she sticks to it the more and more crazy she seems even if you're faking it the faking it of sticking to it could also make you seem to be crazy yeah i mean she's Definitely playing some kind of game. Oh, yeah. she's She has been playing people for a long time. She is a very good people manipulator people. Uh, she's, I think she's manipulating courts right now. Of course she is. And uh, speaking of cults, just another small update. We mentioned how Allison Mack was sentenced to three years, but now we're starting to hear a little bit of the victim impact statements. Uh, this is a victim named Jessica Joan. Uh, Jessica Jones, she's young. She's, I mean, not that it matters, but she's quite, quite pretty. Um, she talks about how she was abused by Allison Mack. She calls her a sociopath. Yeah, man. And she uh, is a sociopath. She's a fucking villain. And Joan actually said, this is kind of a perfect sentence for like, this is like, if you are like writing a roast joke as a victim impact statement, this is like actually got joke structure to it. She's like, she is the Ghislaine Maxwell to Keith's. Jeffrey Epstein. Yep. So she hit that out of the park. She is, though, but that's absolutely, I, I think that's right on the money. I think Allison yep. Mack is another dangerous person. I think so as well. Joan said uh, when it comes to Allison Mack, her eyes looked dead. It was very much after she uh, looked into her eyes. She, she says, personally branded somewhere around 50 people. Holy shit. That's a lot. Allison Mack is a dangerous person, and she's going to get out in a year and a half because she's going to be, you know, she's going to do like, we're whittling things for the troops from jail. Like she's going to do something where she teaches acting classes like within prison and stuff. And they're all going to call her some inspirational figure of rehabilitation. She's going to come back out. She's going to get another acting job and then she's going to fuck it up again. Something else is going to happen. I, I call, well, I'm calling it. She's definitely going to get a podcast. Uh, so Joan says, Isn't is that the biggest crime of all? <laughs> Kind of. Uh, Joan says it was very much that feeling when it comes to looking at Max. She says it was very much that feeling of a sociopath where she wasn't actually able to receive what I was saying. She also said that Mac is a monster who created so much harm. And uh, she goes on to say, I respect the judge's, judge's decision. I know he had a lot to grapple with, but me personally, I don't feel the remorse from her. I do pray that one day she can see the light, but I don't think. That was today. So, she's only sorry um, that she's going to prison. But talk about manipulation, and I think that you're correct. It's culturally, you just look at this little blonde woman and just a judge, similar to what they, similar to what the judge did with uh, Casey with Anthony. Ted Bundy. Though it, I was staying with Ted Bundy, where it's like it would have been an honor to work with you, sir. Oh yeah, that like, as a culture, up shit. we just look at this girl and the judge. It's like the judge is probably like, oh, you kind of look like my niece. Like yeah, I they, don't know. she has she because she's a shapeshifter. Yeah, she's an actress. Like she's going in there, she puts her, she does it. She's got those big eyes, like a bright smile. You just watch it, her like big eyes just like over you as she's. Branding your pussy. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, nonetheless, the Nexium saga continues. Uh, continues and ends all at the same time. I still have nothing but disdain for every single person 
um, that was the in the leadership, including those assholes that made that documentary that yes. tried to absolve themselves of what they did. I can't wait for I guess season two of the HBO There's Max. There's another one? Yeah, dude. They're what the fuck are they going to talk about this one? I don't know about their new projects. It's just going to be about him being oh a DJ. And she's going to have her new. She's going to have a podcast. Live from your grave. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's just right here. What would you do if another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously, I'd get some nunchuck training in. Uh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course, I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and we might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. Yeah, very key. You got to communicate clearly. All these emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. It's like you're Captain Kirk and Grammarly is data. And you're kissing a lady on another planet. And data is just trying to make sure you write better. Better writing means a stronger impact. And Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. And by understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. It did begin to understand when I was yelling and when I was doing bits versus me. Because I do use Grammarly, but it's nice. But I will also say Grammarly does will do the thing where it's like, I think maybe you missed a little comma. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I know. Thank you, Grammarly. Like, thank, I get it. Yes. But still, like, maybe we could just think about what I'm going through today. Right? But Grammarly really does help. Because that's what we all need. A stern teacher with glasses and uh, little buckled shoes. That's Grammarly to me. That's what I see. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. And if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Now, I love Babbel, and I love what they're doing for the people of America. But I went on there to find out if I could learn Fremen. 
in order for me to go and harness the desert power that it would take to finally get the raids of the sand planet Arrakis. Uh, but they said they only offer real languages and uh, stuff that can really help people travel. I think that's mostly what Babel's looking to do. They didn't really, like, I called customer service and I asked me, like, well, how can I possibly harness the power of a million Fremen? And they said, please, sir, stop calling. And I said, but I, I'm doing an ad for you currently while we're on the phone. And Babel, you know what? God love them. They helped me learn German. And in the end, they, they were right. Because German's a lot more useful. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. The last story here that I think was kind of interesting, you hear this story about this dude. Uh, there's a Texas manhunt, but it's not for like a bank robbery. Oh, man, that movie Hell or High Water is so good. It's because these three dudes stole a live shark from an aquarium. Whoa! Which I think is actually... That's the most pretty, dangerous heist of all, when, but, the, when the, the booty can you know, get you. They did it. I'm going to say this. I'm straight up going to say it's an adorable way. <laughs> This story is a little bit old, but we're going to go in the way, way back machine to 2018 just because I hadn't heard this one before. So they were able to get the baby shark out by or they were able to get the shark out by pretending it was a baby. They wrapped it in a blanket and wheeled it away. Is this a 1980s pushed. comedy? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it was, but it was returned two days later. Anyway, this is just sort of. A, oh, it was returned. It was returned. But, uh, but I like the idea of pretending something's a baby. That's always a very good tactic. It really is because that's what they did in E.T. Mm-hmm. That's what they did in DT, and that's also what they do with drugs. Isn't that That's what horrible. they do. That's the reason why they check the strollers really careful when you go through the airport, because how many times you put a little, you know, you get a little sack of cocaine, you put a pacifier on there, you put a little bonnet on there, all of a sudden, you know, you get yourself a little Colombian baby. Yes, indeed. Eamon Cavino, he's the owner of the San Antonio Aquarium. He said, we're beyond excited that the police found the shark and we have allowed us to and have allowed us to pick her up. And then he goes on to say, and I don't really know what this means. He says, I don't know why someone would take a shark from the aquarium. I think Shark Week might have had something to do with it. Isn't that something? I Perhaps saw, Shark Week got them all horny for sharks. I, this sounds were, like this is somebody from the ID channel or something trying to throw Discovery under the bus. Oh, maybe. This is about corporations fighting each other. Anyway, so be careful. If you got a shark, lock it up. Lock That's it the, up. That is the theme of today is lock your sharks up. Lock your doors up. If you're in, uh, what was it? I believe it was North Carolina, Wisconsin. And Texas three years ago. Yeah. You should have locked your doors then. All right. Well, I think we can do Hero of the Week. Yeah, sure. So this okay, hero. What is this shit? Uh, it's not. I don't even know if they're heroes. But the article, and I want everyone to, to look at this. It's from the Good News Network. So oh, is God. this the one that got 20 million bucks? No, it's this not. Is because not. This, is, this has got seniors with fucking nests on their head. It's not John Krasinski oh just selling the concept of good news and then abandoning Well, you're not reading the headline, are you? Playful <laughs> seniors wear organic materials to personify nature. And how beautiful is this? So the first image is of a woman, maybe 90, maybe 145, and she's wearing a little nest on her head. It looks like Jesus's crown of thorns if it was done by a moron. Oh, isn't that nice? It looks like the beavers were having some fun and they, they made her a nice little cat that she, she could wear she just put sticks on her head now this other image of what this is woman, this for 
Like, what is the purpose of this? It's so that they can live another day and have a little fun. Is this just about uh, this woman's being covered in mud? She's just in a pile of mud. <laughs> yeah, that looks like <laughs> I just yeah. there's no reason. She looks like she got caught in an avalanche. Yeah, it was Rita Iconin and Carolyn Jorth. Believe it or not, it's a collaborative uh, event. Here it took multi. Yeah, of course, because she's not piling that mud on herself. How, what uh, do you? Okay, well, I'm just going to tell you. They're Finnish and Norwegian. Which okay, not that, be surprising. you know what? I'm now that makes sense. Yeah, so she was looking for a way to reinterpret the tales of trolls and magic creatures. So you okay. might like that. And she's intrigued. So that's why, for example, this woman. She kind of put a bunch of dandelions or what now those seem to be maybe cotton. <laughs> just a head. Just on her fucking head. <laughs> yes. So there's she's a lot of cotton. And then this man is a part of a tree. He's got branches on him. He's got branches on him. I and don't then, really know what it's supposed to symbolize. It's supposed to symbolize trolls, apparently. That, and then this woman That's just got seaweed on her. She's got it's seaweed like, on it's her. Just stuff. It's just and, on that her shoulders. Was, and the featured models are imbued with eye popping organic connections to nature. And the result? Each stunning portrait reflects a personal narrative acknowledged and venerated rather than than a life story dismissed and forgotten. So these people are being remembered forever. And take a look at this guy. Kind of looks like a beaver. Yeah, or, he's got dirt on his head. He's, he's got There's a reeds. He's just got a bunch of dirt on his head. It looks like he got found in a ravine. Looks like a porcupine. Um, so anyway, this has been going on since 2011. This has been going gone, on for 10 years? Yeah, they've gone to Norway, they've gone to Finland, they've gone to Sweden, Greenland, Iceland, the Czech Republic, France, and the United States, Great Britain, the Faroe Islands, South Korea, Japan, Senegal, and Tasmania. So, so they you show tell up me, and they put stuff on their head. They probably come for money because this is what these photographers... And then this guy here, he is, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, he's covered in fish, and he kind of looks like if the Little Mermaid... Had um had a, had a brother that uh, that's that, must uh, that reek. He's liked. covered in dead fish. Yeah, he's covered in dead fish. Um, but so how does that celebrate nature? You killed all these fish. That one, that guy. I think they just covered in dead fish. That guy is just but covered in guy, dead fish. Yeah, he's, he's not smiling. He kind of literally got a raw deal. And I actually don't because the rest of us just had like branches because he's like, why do I got to be the dead fish guy? Yeah, it's why like, well, it's because we got a mud woman. We got this guy. We already got guy. three people with reeds on him. Well, this guy's part of a hill. He looks um, like he died. He might be dead. He might be dead. That is a, that um, is a man covered in moss. They were, they were interviewed in CNN style. Only the best. And they say, we might be in Paris, and you might be at an opera soiree evening, and there, and there might be an old lady dancing, the last person on the dance floor, and you just think, who is this fascinating person I have to meet? You approach them and ask, who are you? And what are you doing tomorrow? What is <laughs> CNN's deal? What are you remotely talking about? You oh, see an guy. old woman He's wearing a full That's dress. That's not even a young man. He is just covered in river mud. Yeah. He's just covered in detritus. <laughs> Seems extremely unsanitary. <laughs> what do you? Anyway, they're heroes in a way. They are heroes in a way. You see an old yeah. woman just dancing alone. <laughs> What, what are you, you doing tomorrow? <laughs> who are you and what are you doing tomorrow? I ask every time I see an old lady dancing alone, I go up to her and who are you? What are you doing? Tomorrow? Who are you? What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> oh, so God. Frightening. Well, all right. It takes all kinds. And then what do you do? You go and you gather up a bunch of leaves and shit. And you're like, this <laughs> is what are you doing tomorrow? You just became a waste barrel filled with the stuff from the lawn clippings. Everyone wants to be mulch. Everybody wants to Everybody be mulch. Everybody wants to be mulch. Unfortunately, we all just eventually become mulch, don't we? Yes, indeed. All right. So hero of the week is humans connecting with nature. It's the concept of humans connecting with nature is the hero of the week. <laughs> Those are words put together in a sentence. Absolutely. Um, here we have some listener emails. 
In an episode of Side Stories last year, you talked about a guy who cooked a chicken in a hot spring. Mm. About two years ago, I <laughs> went to the... We did. Okay. We did. About two years ago, I went to the Arizona Hot Springs. The water there isn't hot enough to burn you like the ones in your story. And so people treat it like it's a natural hot tub. Mm. On the hike, I saw a very concerning sign that I've attached to the email. It reads, warning, do not allow water to enter your nose. Negliaria fauliari. <laughs> An amoeba common to thermal pools may enter, causing a rare infection and death. Ooh. Then in very sh- faint Sharpie, someone has written 98% mortality. Jeez. Surviving 2% have no quality of life. They generously added a skull and crossbones to get the point across. Apparently, this amoeba, it goes up your nose, travels through a natural gap in your skull, and then eats the neurons in your brain, Ooh. causing symptoms such as a headache, vomiting, coma, drooping eyelids, seizures, hallucinations, loss of sense of taste, and death. So isn't that kind of fun? Well, despite all of that, when we were still we were still there, we saw people doing dumb shit like this. It is a nude woman floating on her back inside of it. Um, well, if so, she's on her back. It's not so bad. She just can't be on her stomach. You I, can't get it in the nose. I feel like it's still go up the pussy. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it know. likes the nose, but I don't. Know. I know nothing about it. It sounds horrifying. I've actually heard of those you know you hear about the brain worm all that stuff every now and again oh and it's yes it's like the scariest shit it was ever. big in uh, georgia for a while i Ugh. remember that was like when in atlanta i was thinking the second season of pretty face there were like messages saying messaging saying that there's cases of uh flesh-eating bacteria in the yes water. that's great yeah didn't have great. it out of my 2021 bingo card oh man i gotta play a new board game yeah probably So when I was about six years old, I moved into a house just outside of town with my mom, her new husband, and his son, which we lived in for about three years. It had an unfinished basement with vinyl wood floors and the typical 80s fake wood walls. Hmm. There was also a workbench rec room at the very back of the basement with a room and half bath attached to said room. This was my room. I rarely slept as a child considering I was about six years old and I would wake up four or five times a night, become restless, and and be unable to fall back asleep. Mostly, I found myself falling asleep in the living room watching America's Most Wanted. Fuck yeah. Oh, great. My room was very bland, with a box frame and mattress lying on the floor, with with a primer white walls and only a single window in the very top of one wall that was about two feet wide by one foot tall. I never liked this basement. It would I would have horrific nightmares, because become anxious and upset if I was forced to stay down there, and slept only in my room about six times. So every time I was down there, I felt uncomfortable, like I was being watched. Upon entering the room, I would feel threatened, as, and I feel very cold. Being a kid, I thought nothing of it. Yet every time I went back upstairs, I would sprint as fast as I could up the steps, feeling like someone was reaching for me as I left. Hmm. And there were times when I would leave my favorite stuffed animal on my pillow, and it would be on the floor across the room when I returned. But again, Ooh. I thought nothing of it. Fast forward to 2018. I was 23, and I moved out west to live on my own, and was back to visit family for a week. While attending a barbecue at my mom's house, we somehow got on the topic of creepy stuff that used to happen at the house and how much we disliked the basement as kids. Ooh, this is a fun barbecue conversation. Oh, yes. Yeah. My brother turned to my mom after a short period and answered, he doesn't know. My mom's face instantly turned white as she stared at him with wide eyes. I then inquired what he was talking about, and she looked at the ground, pulled me to the side along with my brother and said, I was never going to tell you this, and I hope I never had to. Before we moved into the house... There was another family living there. Uh oh. A man, his kids, and his wife. Your stepdad never told me about this until after we saw you being uncomfortable down there. She then started to tell me about how a few years before we moved in there, there was a terrible storm. The father took both kids and his wife into the far back room in the basement, my room, to be Uh-oh. safe from a possible tornado. He then proceeded to murder 
everybody. Well, that seems like the tornado wasn't the problem. And then he turned the gun on himself. Looked like a more of a reason that oh. he decided, hey, oh, nice, nice. Isn't that the premise of what is it, Jacob's Ladder? No. Is that uh Well, Ronald DeFeo killed everybody during the thunderstorm uh, during the Animal case. Yes, I'm thinking of a movie um, where the uh, fragility. Frailty. Frailty. Yes. There we go. That's Frailty. Sweet. That's one, yes. To this day, I still can't sleep well. And then have driven past that house once, but felt an extreme urge to get as far away from the property as I could. Cool. Well, nowadays, branded as a haunted house, you're going to sell it for double. And this is a guy you got to look out for. Okay. The butt bandit. Oh, we no. cover this. He's now. I mean, he's not around anymore. I, he might. God. I think he retired. All right. I really but, hope he's done butt banditing or whatever, whatever he describes himself as. This came from our discussion of the butt crack bandits, right? Yeah. And how that's a common oh. term that reporters use. I don't know what happened to my Instagram algorithm, but I got a bunch. Of, like there was just this guy. So women would like bend over at a Walmart, right? Yeah, sure. And this guy would go up and smell their butt cracks, and then they would look at him and be like. What the fuck? Anyway, it was very bizarre. It's very strange out there. Be careful when you're bending over, I guess. I mean, I feel like those might be staged. I yes, I don't know. They might be staged. Some if of that stuff is very staged. Yeah, some of that. Then stuff it might is really be staged because then they go and they really sniff in there, and that's just everybody's working. I mean, it's a job. <laughs> um, but here we go. This is a local legend from a nearby town. This guy got the nickname the "quote unquote" butt bandit. The name is a misnomer. The ma- the name is a misnomer. Because he didn't actually steal anything, but rather he would rub his whole ass with Vaseline and then press it against storefront windows around town. The best ass prints were the ones where he could lean a bit too far forward and leave a turkey neck, a <laughs> gooch balls, sometimes a little bit of dong smear. Oh my. It isn't in the story, but the cops eventually started walking around, started waiting around through the night and caught him red handed and all Vaseline up. Oh. He was apparently mostly active during the spring and summer. It stopped when it got cold. Oh, naturally, yeah. Makes I guess sense. when you could put your ass on a bare plate glass when it's ten degrees out, it's not very pleasant. You know, it's uh, honestly we caught we talked about people. Tom taking- Larvey was the man named thirty five years Larvey. ago. Yeah, Tom Larvey. The butt wow. We talked about people taking dumps on slides and taking oh, public yes. shits. This is actually, as far as it goes, you just got to you know squeegee it off. I it's, guess it's vaguely innocent. It seems to be closer to art. Closer. Do you remember Penis Man? Uh, which one? The one in New Mexico. The other one that was like, you know, Penis Man won't die. I believe that was the term. I be- let me look. Penis this up. Man won't die. Did he rub his penis on stuff? No, he wrote the word Penis Man everywhere. Oh yes, now I remember this story. Of course. I'm trying to see if I can find it. I believe this penis. came. Yeah, Penis Man. Maybe I'm correct. Maybe I'm incorrect. It's wait. Let me make sure I know this. Penis Man. <clears throat> yeah, yes. penis man about how penis man won't die. And but he that keeps was going just forever, forever he, in the future. He, it was, yeah, it was art. It was art, but now this guy actually used his booty. Yeah, All but right. I guess uh, we haven't heard anything from Tom. I'm trying to see if I found anything else from Tom Larvey. So Tom Larvey, I, I want to say he, he might, might be a one-hit wonder. Uh, you know, when it comes down to it, it's so hard to come up, especially if you had that fucking that big old yeah. hit album. Well, we did find out thirteen just- months in jail. Allison Mack got three years. Three years. He got 13 months in jail for putting his, his Vaseline um, butt on things. She branded you and people were there. It sounds like he did it at night. Sex cult leader. All right. She got three years. Okay, well, be careful with the butt bandit, the male butt. Often penalized. But guess what? If you've taken your ass, this is what you have to love about art. I'm going to do it this way. If you have to love, the thing what I love about art is that if you covered your ass in paint, your dick and your balls or your pussy hole or whatever it is you have, right? You've covered that paint. Put that on a canvas. 
you had a love for effect. You have a love for art and it shows. Yeah. And then you can laugh your way yeah. all the way to the bank, knowing for a fact that you made art just using your body and how easy sure. it was because it was right there for you. The tools are right there. The expression that you've searched for was always there. But if you just randomly put your ass all full of paint out there in the world, you have to live with the fact that you're now a pervert. Well, and I, that's, I find, oh, what's the blinds here? What are we doing here? I love this sort of like art for people in solitary confinement. Mm -hmm. Your butt is the art. You are the artist if you have a butt. That's great. Well, everyone listening is artistic in their own ways, whether it be business, whether it be art, Etsy, creation. Yes. There's a lot of different types of art there out there. There really is. It's almost an infinite amount. Almost infinite. Almost infinite. The only thing that does not have, the, you know, um, I'm going to say bailiff. There's really very little art to be in a bailiff. There's very little art to be in a art. court cop. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. So, we are ready to announce that we have dates on our Patreon. Woo! If you are a Patreon member, you get to see the first load. Dude, the and first drippy load of dates. It's coming out. The presale is today, Wednesday, on Patreon. It's coming to you. It's get those goddamn tickets. We're coming to see your fucking asses. It is a big load. We I want to get you. Yeah, we have about, I think, oh, dang near 50 uh, shows. So yes. we are going to be busy, boys. We're going to come uh, get you. But we can't I wait, can't to, wait to bite you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be a real army hammer about our dates. All right. We are, we are really excited to see everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. And uh, yeah, hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magoostalations, everybody. See you in the hotels of America. Absolutely. Lock your doors. Yep. Hail me. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.